The leader in arcade game manufacturing is bringing the fun home. Located just outside of Buffalo in Clarence, New York, Innovative Concepts in Entertainment, better known as ICE, has been producing some of the world's finest arcade games since 1982. Now, ICE is making some of your favorite arcade games available to you in a home-friendly size and price. With games like the ever-popular bubble hockey classic Super Chex Pro, as well as its handsome cousin, Super Kicks Pro, the domed soccer favorite, ICE has your home arcade needs covered. Super Chex not your thing? Why not take home ICE's home alley roller game, Ice Ball Pro, or their home basketball game, NBA Game Time Pro? All these games are fully customizable with LED kits as well as your favorite team's logo. And for the traditional gamer, ICE offers some of your favorite classic arcade games built into a sturdy, stand-up cabinet. Enjoy Miss Pac-Man and Galaga, or Arcade Classics 3 with over 130 preloaded games including Asteroids. ICE also offers great pinball machines with popular titles such as Star Wars, Marvel, and Stranger Things. Find all these games and contact info at HomeArcadeGames.com. Again, that's HomeArcadeGames.com. ICE Games, the coolest games on earth. The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process? Do you respect the process? Welcome, everybody, to another awesome edition of Processing the Process. I am one of two hosts, Brian Finch. With me, as always, my wonderful co-host, Ryan Hope Bailey. Ryan, how you doing? I'm fired up, man. Yeah. We just posted, uh, or not posted, we just recorded some fun content. I think it went pretty well. For the boys and girls. Yeah. For all y'all. As you Texans like to say, y'all, all y'all. It would just be y'all because all of y'all would be like all of you all. So if you say all y'all, you're saying all of you all. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a little redundant. All y'all. All y'all. All y'all football fans. Uh, for today's show, Ryan was like, man, I want to talk some fantasy. And I said, oh, man. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're gonna take we're gonna take this upcoming draft and we are gonna try and figure out some of our favorite landing spots, right? Yeah, from like a I guess more of a dynasty fantasy football perspective, but it can be a redraft uh perspective as well. For those that do not know, um dynasty leagues are the next big thing, people. Um it's exactly how it sounds. Dynasty, you draft really big rosters you have one separate you have two you have two drafts first one is going to be your startup draft all the veterans um no rookies at all and then after the draft happens the real nfl draft that is when you will go and have your rookie draft usually you draft about five rookies or so and then um the rest of the the rest of the seasons so on and so forth will be rookie draft so um this is a really exciting time for people that are in leagues like that so if any of you guys are into that this is going to be the episode for you, you y'all, you all, all y'all, all y'all. Uh, I am in a dynasty league with Ryan. We started last year and I am kicking myself for all the dumb decisions I yep. made. <laughs> but that, but Hey, that, that's the beauty of it. Um, for those that don't know, Brian and I are massive fantasy football junkies. Um, almost as bad as an NFL draft. Um, any type of football, we want it directly into our veins. So fantasy football, whether it's um, being in 17 leagues or doing 48 mock drafts in a 45-minute lunch break at work, um, we're all about it. So fantasy football is like our second love to the draft. Yeah. And I think it's really what for for a while was kind of driving us to like get right. more into it. 
Yeah. To, to, to get the upper hand on the casual football fans in your fantasy football leagues. Yeah. And clearly it didn't work for me. So I need to hit this a little harder. What was your Cam Newton trade? I traded a two straight up for Cam Newton. Second round pick. Now, if this is a one quarterback league, that's not good, which it is. But two quarterback leagues, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I panicked because I had Drew Brees and he looked terrible last year and I anticipated him retiring and he did. So then I went ahead and I traded for Jameis Winston as well. And that's even worse because I traded a, a two and a four for him. Yeah. Off the top of your head, do you know where Cam Newton finished last year in um, your standard quarterback scoring? I think like 11th or something. It's quarterback 17. Okay. Joe Burrow was 18 for some, uh, um, I don't know, carry on. <laughs> well, I think that's a good transition time to uh, talk about what we're talking about today. The uh, positions that we want to go through will be obviously quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. And what a better place to start than with the quarterbacks. So, Ryan, why don't you kick us off here? I actually kind of wanted to start with tight end. Interesting. Because I think there's only, like, one real prospect, and he's probably the most polarizing one out of all of this. So I'm going to flip this around, and I'm going to ask you, Brian, what is your dream landing spot for Kyle Pitts um, in from, like, a fantasy perspective? What would be a dream landing spot? Uh, immediate impact. I do think him landing with the Falcons is, is mm-hmm. a great spot for immediate value. For long-term value, hmm. I think a player like – I think I'm trying to obviously pick a team that d- doesn't already have a good tight end but also doesn't have, like, a bad quarterback – Right. Uh, so, if we're letting Madden stuff happen, D- Dallas would be crazy fun. Dallas was the first team that came to my mind as like a dream landing spot. Now it's a dream because that's probably not going to happen. I don't see Kyle Pitt unless they trade up into the top six. I don't see that happening. It's also a lot of mouths of feed in Dallas, though. Right, but I think he immediately becomes the what third option right off the bat behind CD and Amari Cooper. Yeah, as a Cowboys fan, that would drive me nuts, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But as a fantasy football fan, you're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I I think Atlanta is, like, number two for me. I also think um, the Dolphins would be a great landing spot. For sure. Yeah. Uh, scary, two, two tight end set options with Gusecki and Kyle Pitts. Obviously, just freak athletes in those two. So, yeah. Um, Peter Schrager uh, from NFL Network, is he's super uh, in-depth with the league. Uh, he's a guy I like to read his mocks a lot because usually he's pretty in-depth with the league. Like, he he talks to a lot of guys. So he's definitely a guy who's in the know. Um, no, he, he didn't say it. So I, this is on, on uh, Good Morning Football. Their favorite fit, and he said, um, was the 49ers for Kyle Pitts. He said favorite fit. Like obviously that's not going to happen, but that would that that's like his favorite fit. Now two tight end sets with George Kittle and Kyle Pitts. Talk about matchup nightmare. Right. As far as winning on the field in real life scenarios, yeah, that'd be a crazy offense to try and defend. But fantasy implications, I, I Kittle Kittle fans are pissed and probably anyone that has a chance of drafting Pitts is like, oh come yeah. on. Right. Right. Yeah. Where else? Where else? Um, okay. Uh, one last one for me. Um, Carolina. They could really use a weapon like that in Carolina. Yep. And two, I think Sam Darnold had some of his best production when he was uh, utilizing his tight end. Um, when, oh my gosh, I can't even think of his name anymore. Who was the tight end for the Jets that everyone thought was going to be so good? Mr. Super Hype Man? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Either. Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. Exactly. So that, that's that's it. Um, but yes, whenever that guy was on the field, uh, Sam Darnold had his like best production. So Jace Jace Sternberger? No, no, that's for the Packers. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. All right. So 
The next tight end would be Pat Fryermuth. Chris Herndon. Uh, okay. Chris Herndon, that's who it is. Uh, Pat Fryermuth from Penn State. Brevin Jordan from Miami. Tommy Tremble from Notre Dame. Hunter Long from Boston College. Um, Joe Marino said he's moved Tommy Tremble. He's a fringe tight end, too, for him now. I like what he's talking about. Uh, Brevin Jordan tested like dog crap, man. Is dropping off, yes. Um, Brevin Jordan's probably a couple years away. Yeah. Uh, so he's starting to fall off. And then there's like Tommy Trimble, like he's got good size. He's a good athlete and he can block. So think about it, guys. When tight ends are coming into the league, they're essentially learning two positions. They're learning offensive line and they're learning – the receiving part of being a tight end. They're learning mm-hmm. two jobs. So that's why it's the longest position to develop. And Tommy Trimble can already block really well. So that's one out of two things done. So, and then Brevin Jordan, not a blocker. I watched some of the U games. He's not that. And Pat Fryermuth, um, you know, he's there. Pat Fryermuth, um, what got him was he had the early, early, early hype. Like last summer, they're like, dude, Pat Fryermuth, there it is. Like this could be a top 10 guy. Like uh, he's the, uh, the, the, the uh, jack of all trades. He's got the good size, good athlete, great hands, great blocker. Like this is it. And then Kyle Pitts is like, <laughs> LOL. Yeah, right. I'm not going to get beat up by a dude named Pat. That ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up by a man named Pat Babby, Pat Mahomes. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was either. I'm I was quarterbacks. Trying, <laughs> trying out a funny little accent there. Yeah, quarterbacks. Uh, there's some good ones. And uh, there's no point in talking about the first one probably because uh, he doesn't have a choice. The Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars will select him. Actually, none of these guys have a choice, but I'm just saying, like, he's Trevor Lawrence in. already donated, like, 20 grand or something like that, was it? To Jacksonville or something like that. Oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville uh, fans sent him like a bunch of donations, uh, like dirt, like for his wedding or whatever. So great on Jacksonville. That's awesome. And then Trevor Lawrence was like, yeah, I'm just gonna send that back in donations. <laughs> well so, done, sir. Trevor Lawrence, gotta love him. Yep. Great and here and yeah, great yep. here and, See, and look at us, better man. <laughs> yep. Uh, Justin Fields. Let's talk about him next. Uh, where do we want to see him go? I want the 49ers to take him. Okay. I want the 49ers to take him. Um, so the 49ers are already a really great running team. And Jimmy Garoppolo isn't much of a runner. Uh, doesn't want to uh, hurt that pretty face of his. Justin Fields, he can run. Um, so – You've described him as Dak Prescott. They uh, Actually, this morning on Good Morning Football, I'm really plugging them today. They described him as a more athletic Dak Prescott. It's like, so you take a running offense with a pretty simple scheme that most quarterbacks can handle, two really good receivers that can get open. Oh, and you have this freak tight end. Oh, and you have all this talent in the backfield. It just makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. Love Justin Fields. Uh, let's let's give another two landing spots if for some reason they like Trey Lance better. So uh, let's say in this scenario he does not get picked third. Do you like him? Like obviously instant impact going to the Falcons, he won't start day one. They'll still start still start Matt Ryan, you would think. Right. So who who else would you like? So back to like a fantasy fantasy perspective. Of course. Probably Philly. I think Philly, he has a really good chance at starting. Uh, once again, um, I wasn't going to say good weapons, but not really. Ertz is kind of up in the air. Um, but then again, they have, they have like Dallas Goddard, uh, Jalen Rager, who's still a little unproven, but still has that first-round prowess, you know, has all the potential. And then Miles Sanders, another really good running game with a really good offensive line. Um, so I think Philly is uh, – an ideal spot for fields as well. I like that. And then to round out, you like Philly? No, I, I really do like Philly. Yeah. Um, 
So after Philly, I'm starting to like the idea of Denver being a good fit for Fields. So we're, we kind of have a theme going here. Uh, Surrounding with talent, and Denver has plenty of that. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Font, Melvin Gordon, no Philip Lindsay, but that's fine. So um, I think Denver's going to have to be a team that would have to move up for him, unless you're Charles, Ca- Charles Casterly, who for some reason has Justin Fields falling to 24 to the Steelers. Um, I would love that fit, actually, but that's just a pipe dream. So I don't know what that old man is trying to preach, but it ain't happening. <laughs> in, in, the, in the words of Nick Saban, I ain't going to, so quit asking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are definitely that one quarterback away. So, you know, Denver. Denver? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Trade-up teams, Bears, Washington. Minnesota sneaky. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Kirk Cousins is like that dude though, right? He's that he's that quarterback is like you don't want to be worse, have a worse quarterback than Kirk. Right. Kirk is like it's hard the, to find a quarterback that's like definitively better than Kirk Cousins. Like Like Kirk Cousins is like right here, like is he better than Kirk Cousins or is he not better than Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Like, I saw someone say, like, yeah, Mac Jones is just Kirk Cousins. And they're like, why the hell is Kyle Shanahan trading up uh, for Kirk Cousins? That ain't it. Mm-mm. Nah. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins is fine. Like, I don't know, but. I agree. You can always do better than Kirk Cousins, though. You you can try. It's just, you know, I think it's a tough. lot of times, in, yeah. Yeah, because Kirk, he's definitively not bad. That's the thing you can say right. about Kirk Cousins. All right, so Justin Fields more than likely will end up being selected either second or third. I'm not completely sold that the Jets will take Zach Wilson, who is the next quarterback. I think that's we'll locked in. Yeah, I'm not completely sold. They No one's come close to nailing it, I don't think. But that's what everyone wants us to believe. So, yeah, Zach Wilson, if taken by the Jets, how excited are you? As far as a fantasy owner, though. Oh, I was going to say, as a Bills fan, not really, because I love Zach Wilson. Um, fantasy? Yeah, I mean, I think Zach Wilson and Justin Fields are really similar, like, in a fantasy perspective. I think that their floor for fantasy is just they have, they have a really good floor because they, they both have some rushing upside. So, um, with the Jets, unless they do take a running back in the first few rounds, they don't really have a rushing attack. So, it would be Zach Wilson, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets did a really good job at adding weapons in the offseason. Uh, Corey Davis, um, who they added one more guy. Oh, the Jets, dude. We're, we're being bad podcast hosts. Anyways, um, they, they had a Corey Davis who had an up year, uh, also has that first round prowess. So, um, who did they add? I'm on it. Entertain the masses. Damn you, Ryan. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here and say, damn you. Yeah. It, I mean, the Jets are still – they're more than a quarterback away from being Keelan a prolific of Okay. That's, yeah, he's a name. Yeah. Tevin Coleman. They had a Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman is a sneaky um, redraft guy, I think. I agree. Um, Keelan Cole, yeah. Tyler Croft, nah. <laughs> I mean, I like Keelan Cole. That's just me, but yeah, yeah, no, he's fine. Um, but he's just—he's not one of those guys that you worry about, right? And they already have um, Jamison Crowder, who we all know is very good. Yeah, and I, I suppose they're supposed to mention Denzel Mims, right? Denzel Mims, an exciting rookie. Well, was a rookie, but. Didn't really do much last year. Was hurt, though. Took a while to get on the field. Right. Crazy athlete. Absolutely. Okay. So, let's say that Zach Wilson is not selected for some reason with those first two picks. Let's pick one other team that he could end up with that you would be happy. Washington. Washington, man. They got it all. Great running back, Antonio Gibson. Two great stud receivers, um, Terry McLaurin 
That's our boy. We've been pounding the table for Terry McLaurin. And then they just added Curtis Samuel. So, yeah. Ooh, what if they what if they got Justin Fields and that the whole Ohio State trifecta right there? And then took Trey Sermon at some point. That would be fun. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. But no, Washington. Which I think any of these rookie quarterbacks would slide right into Washington perfect because everyone knows that Fitzpatrick is the best uh, mentor of all time. So Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, who do you want to talk about next? Trey Lance or Mac Jones? Let's talk about QB4, Trey Lance. All right. After you, good sir. Well, he's the biggest wild card, right? Right. Because we, I do feel that Mac Jones is the, the last quarterback they'll be taking in the first round, and it'll just be to some team that's doesn't have the capital to go up and get a, a guy like Trey Lance or a guy like Justin Fields. They'll just have to sit and wait. So Trey Lance, is I think he is the quarterback that a team like Denver trades up to go get or a team like Chicago trades up to go get or something like that. That's how I think he's going to get selected in all honesty. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, like, if he if he went to Denver, it that makes just too much sense, right? Big guy, strong arm, pretty athletic. It seems like Elway would fall in love yeah. with him. Yeah, that's too easy. So let's try and think. It's not of... tough for Elway to fall in love. Uh, New England is my favorite fit for Trey Lance. So there's – yeah, there's this new – thought process with new england that since they went ahead and brought back cam and after signing him last year that they're willing to change their offense to a more cam friendly offense i'm not sold on that because of who Belichick is he he will adapt to whatever he has on his team last year that's what they ran because that was the best quarterback they could start if they could have started a different quarterback they would have ran a different offense so I don't, I don't want to get – I'm not on the team, oh, yeah, they'll, they'll go ahead and take a player like Trey Lance because that's what they want to run. I just think that if they have if they've evaluated him as a very strong first-round quarterback, then, yeah, they'll go get him, but not necessarily for the same reason that they went ahead and signed Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if taken by – New England, what do you think? Is he gonna have to, he'll probably have to sit, right? I'm saying, like, from a fantasy spot, I think that would be one of the better chances for him to start because Trey Lance is coming in super raw. And Cam Newton was pretty poor last year. Um, so if, it's, uh, if, if, if we're talking at a quarterback competition in July and August of Cam Newton, Jarrett Stidham, and Trey Lance, I like Trey Lance. Um, so he can get a lot of early run, I think. So from a fantasy outlook, I like New England a lot. It's probably right. Washington, once again, dream scenario. Yep. I think Washington has some of the best weapons, probably right behind. Actually, I don't know. Who, who Would you rather have the weapons for Washington or San Fran? It sounds weird to say, but it might be Washington. I think I think it's Washington. That's just because we I love Scary Terry so much. I mean, think about what he's done so far in the league with the quarterbacks he's had. Right. Yeah, I'm here for it. And no other wide receiver to like take away any of the attention. Like everyone knows that he's the best receiving option on the team. Well, I mean, I mean, no joke. But you know, Logan Thomas was awesome last year. It was great. So Logan Thomas, those those the trio of running backs. I guess it's really two headed monster, but um, Scary Terry, yeah. Curtis Samuel, yeah, man, there's that's pretty. Fun. And then JD McKissick is sneaky too. I love him. Really good pass catcher out of the backfield. So yeah, and a great like you said, I already said it. Great mentor fits. You know, help bring him along. Yeah, but then you get the mind of. Kyle Shanahan, so on the, on, on right, the other hand. Right. So you get the other Samuel, right? You get Debo instead. I like Debo. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Um I think Denver's got 
of all the teams that are a quarterback away, Denver just it seems like they're like that close, man. Just get, I think Washington's closer than Denver. Pro, well, be, defense wise, definitely. If you factor in how good the defense is, yeah. But I mean, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Melvin Gordon. That's pretty crazy, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're there, and then Bradley Chubb is great, um, and they their their defense is just solid. So it's yeah, it's and, and he's a good uh, Fangio's a good defensive coach, good defensive minded right. coach. So right. all right, uh, how about Mac Daddy Jones before we head off to another position? Mac Jones, dream spot, Tampa probably right. Wow, probably Tampa. Sit behind Tom Brady, who, who's gotten the most Tom Brady comp. Like, obviously, if you get, like, a Tom Brady comp, like, not very athletic, pocket passer, like, it's kind of Mac Jones. So, um, probably Tampa Bay, and he could just sit there. Yeah. But at the same time, Mac Jones is probably the most NFL ready behind Trevor Lawrence because he's been playing in an NFL system for two years. Yeah. So, sitting might not be his best thing, but – I mean, if you're sitting behind Tom Brady, it's it's worthwhile. So, I think ending up with Carolina would be pretty interesting too. Would he start over Sam? Because I don't think he would. I think it's worth the challenge. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you should go into the season. I mean, they're obviously not. It'll be it'll be Teddy Bridgewater and him going head to head. But you... I think Sam Darnold wins that. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to throw another quarterback in. So if it ends Absolutely, up being, yeah. if it ends up being maybe Ke- Kellen Munn or Kyle Trask or Matt, Jamie, Matt maybe, J- maybe Jamie Newman. Matt Rule just feels like like I'm a competition guy. Like this is how we're gonna settle this. I agree. You know what I mean? I, I and agree. and yes, Jamie Newman, fun. I like that. Now we did neither one of us said Detroit Lions for any of these players. That would be a nice one for Justin Fields. Yeah, is that the one? Well, like I said, most? the weapons. I'm who's the number one receiver right now? Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Quintez, Quintez Cephas. Yeah. Or I mean, what? It's it's DeAndre Swift, right? And TJ Hawkinson, <laughs> which are two great weapons, but you need a receiver. They could it, take one in the second. It or is they a could passing go, league. Or they could go wide out in the first and. But wouldn't you just rather have? Your choice at Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith, maybe even Jamar Chase is there. Maybe Kyle Pitts is there. I doubt it, but you never know. But we were probably looking at Jalen Waddle, Rashad Bateman, um, Devonta Smith there. And then I don't hate a Kyle Trask in the second. Watch, them take, off. watch them take like Christian Bearmore or something. I, oh, God. <laughs> That guy will eat a kneecap off. That's what I'm second. saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Campbell's going after a dude that he thinks is going to change the culture and, and bring right. a fiery edge. We all know Devonta Smith don't eat kneecaps because he doesn't eat shit. We all we all seen how that dude's built. Yeah, that dude is built like a two by four. Like he doesn't eat, so he certainly doesn't eat kneecaps. Um, but yeah, they're probably gonna take Devonta Smith. So, um, <laughs> but no, yeah, that's a good. I think that's a good quarterback landing spot because they get to sit there for a while while Jared Goff just poops the bed yeah. and then they take Justin Ross next year wait yeah isn't Justin Ross no he, has, he, went, he, didn't, yeah. he's, he went yeah. back yeah you're so, right yep. so yeah where are we going now running backs wideouts which one let's go running backs because wide receivers we can talk for a little bit longer okay so running backs um, we'll start with Najee Harris, right? Consensus number one running back in processing process, big board. Absolute dream fit for fantasy. Like what makes him the what makes him the guaranteed one hundred and one? Kind of like last year with with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like when Clyde Edwards when when the Chiefs announced Clyde at thirty two, at that very moment. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was 101 in every single dynasty draft that year, guaranteed. I had What's, one. I had 101. Who did I take? You took Clyde. That's right. Where does Najee have to land? Where you're like, 
101 guaranteed. Like, what's a spot where you're like, if you're in a super flex, for those that don't know the terminology, super flex, just two quarterbacks, um, where you're in a super flex league and you're like, dude, Najee and Trevor Lawrence. It's close, but I think I lean, I think I'm leaning Najee because he landed where? Uh, <laughs> in this scenario, let's say that Atlanta did take Kyle Pitts with their first pick, so 104. And then for some reason, nobody wants anything to do with these running backs and mm-hmm. they last until the second round. We've seen guys fall. Dude, DeAndre, I would, DeAndre I Swift went in the second round. DeAndre Swift was the consensus one last yeah. year, I think. I would love it. I would Najee Harris in that backfield. But yep. I mean, good grief. Yeah. Who needs a defense? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Not, yeah, no doubt about it. Because I'm really, I want him to go to an offense where he doesn't have to be the workhorse. Like we saw what happened to Zeke, you know what I mean? We see, we've seen what happens to Saquon Barkley. We we've seen what happens to these running backs when it's just them, man. It, it can't be just them. Everyone's gonna key in on them, and they're just gonna, you know, fantasy wise, maybe it doesn't hurt you as much as real life. But I, I'd like to see him land with a very talented offense. Yeah, I like that. Um, what if I said Tampa? Already trusted running backs returning. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I think Tampa. They did take a rookie be, last year high. Would would be a really good spot. But Keyshawn Vaughn, though, is like Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn is save a lot. <laughs> and Najee Harris is Wegmans. Okay. No offense to anybody that shops at Save a Lot. It's just go to a Wegman's. Like, you'll see. Like, Do you have Save a Lots in uh, Texas? I don't know. I don't think so. How about uh? What um? Oh my God! I got it. I I, I have the perfect fit. I'm gonna say it. Is it Arizona? Yeah. I think Arizona might be the dream fit. I just looked over it. It's definitely Arizona. Chase Edmonds is not beating him out. Kenyon Drake gone. See you later. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's gotta be Arizona. Kyler Murray is gonna open up the the run game because he can scoot. Mm-hmm. Andre Hopkins gonna open it up. Christian Kirk stretches the field. AJ Green is on the team. <laughs> yeah, dude. God, dude. Najee to Arizona. Sign me up. I love that fit. Boom, boom. Dream. Who else? Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Honestly. I wanted to try and go this whole pod without saying Buffalo, but dude, come on now. It'll be a great fit. Day one starter. Guaranteed, I think. Yep. If we did that, then immediately for for day two, I'd be thinking, you know, Landon Dickerson, Landon Dickerson, or, right. or, or Wyatt Davis, Wyatt Davis. And give me a guard, damn it. Give, give this man a chance. Yeah. Yep. He, he'll, he would force you to change your thought process with how you want to operate your offense if you get a player like Najee. Yeah. You have to start thinking about how you can, you know, c- create more inside – you know, stunts and traps and stuff like that to, to try and a power scheme. Yeah. Try and try and get guys out, pulled out in front of them and just, yeah. Slam dudes. The bills really struggled last year with, with, with closing out games when they were close. Najee Harris can do that. Yeah. Not, but at the same time, Najee Harris can be that guy. If you're down, he can be out there on third down catching passes. But if you're up by eight or nine, Najee can wear, can wear the other team down with power. He's got both. Let me throw a wrench in here, though. This is a a, a what if because it's not going to happen, but what if the Packers didn't re-sign Aaron Jones and he landed with the Packers? Are you worried about A.J. Dillon? Like, would you have been worried about A.J. Dillon? Are you like, Najee? I love that. No, I'm not worried about A.J. Dillon. Because we know the Packers love, love, love to use their running backs in the pass game. Yeah. Fantasy perspective, he could be a top 10, top 10 guy with the Packers. If this is all hypothetical, because 
It's not going to happen. They have Aaron Jones, who, in my opinion, is a top five running back. So, like the Bears too. Like I know it's a talented offense, but like, there's I love no- David Montgomery. I think they do too. Yeah, well, I mean, he came on strong at the end of the year last he year. He did. He so. really did. He also had a very cake schedule. He had like the he had like the best schedule of all running backs at like the last seven weeks of the season or something like that. Yeah. I, I literally I made a playoff run just because I had David Montgomery. But but think about it. That's a good thing though. That's what great players are supposed to do. Oh yeah, it's not his fault. So David Montgomery, like coming into this year, he's got a lot of hype. And a, some big shoes to fill his shoes from last year. He has to refill them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move do, on to do, some uh, well, Dolphins, I like the Dolphins too For a lot okay. of these running backs Yeah, of course Yeah, Dolphins, Jets For sure um, ETN mm-hmm. Let's start with the Dolphins, right? Yep Right, I mean he's going to open up that big time I mean Miles Gaskin, he was a fun story uh, Late round guy out of Washington Just whatever and then, I mean, Miles Gaskin is not holding back uh, Travis Etienne. Uh, he opens up that offense immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Devontae Parker there. Um, they're going to have either Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. I think that's guaranteed right now. No? Like, 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 what's, like what's the guarantee right now? Like, it's guaranteed that they leave – that sixth pick with Pitts or Chase, no? Like, isn't that almost like you can put it in stone? Yeah. It's it's between Chase and Pitts. It's it's why after they moved out of the top ten, they very quickly moved back in because they knew. It's that, genius. They're yeah. so smart. It was a great move. It was a great move. Yeah. And um, they're going to come away with a stud weapon regardless. And then they can come back at 18 and do whatever the hell they want. And if they want to play Madden, go for it. So we're talking Devontae Parker, Jamar Chase, slash Kyle Pitts, Gasecki, um, and then, hell, throw an ATN. So much fun. Who else? Who else? I mean, Atlanta. Baltimore. They got JK, and he looks so good. I know they do. But they – also did a committee last year, kind of. So at one point it was Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. Then it was a Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. Now they don't so, have Gus or Mark. Gus Edwards is back, is he not? I thought he left. Oh, I don't know. I hope he did. That's great for my dynasty stock. <laughs> uh, I'm on it. Now you but, entertain the message. But the thing is, though, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that because I feel like J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne are two similar running backs, so. Maybe not. Oh, really? What? You, you think what do you got? too similar? Not too similar, but like they can both catch out of the backfield and think like I think they're both bell cow backs. So that's what I mean by they're similar. Like they're two like bell cows. Oh, you're right. He's still Baltimore. Okay. Well, that's why, you know. That's why you're the fantasy king, and I'm a dumb dumb that trades uh, second round picks for oh stop Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, what about ETN on the Chargers? Yes, that's I'm fun. In favor. That's fun. Yeah, very much in favor of that. I like that. We haven't said the Steelers yet. Yeah, we've been avoiding them for either fit because that's just not fair. The Steelers always have a great running game. They don't need any of those guys. That's not fair. Come on now. I thought you were saving uh, running back three for them. Maybe I will be. ATN's <laughs> he he can fit any scheme. He's he got enough. He's got enough power to 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 run inside stuff. He's got more than enough speed to get outside. He's got crazy hands. Yeah, I like it. So, Javante. Javante Williams, UNC. Where is he playing next year? What do we think? 
Pittsburgh Steelers, man. There we go. Picture Alvin Kamara in a Steelers jersey. <laughs> very so, very easy to do. Pretty similar color scheme there between uh, you know, yeah. Steelers and Saints. Oh yeah, I like it. Um, uh, Chargers again. I like the they're kind of complementary to each other with uh, similar skills there between uh, Eckler and Javante. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't lose anything when you, I like that too. It's, it's one thing like, yes, it is nice to have the old thunder and lightning uh, bruiser and a speed guy, but it's also nice to have guys that can do the same thing. So when they, the next guy checks in, you don't automatically go up. Oh, they're going to the pass or up. Oh, yep. They're going to be running yep. the ball. You the next guy comes in. They're like, nothing changed. <laughs> can I, can I give you an example? Sure. How about uh, the Browns, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Yeah. They, they, they can do both. Yeah. So now how about this? What about the Bengals for Javante Williams? They have nobody at running back. They have Joe Mixon. Don't you dare disrespect Joe Main Mixon. I love Joe Mixon. Not as a person, but as a player, I like Joe Mixon. You know, um, he, he... I think that'll be a fun fit. Or are you kind of over like the Joe Mixon experiment? Are you not impressed with Joe Mixon? It, it's just – Every year we we get up for it, and he disappoints either with injury or, or just lack of production or whatever. It just is it, it hasn't hit yet. Is it the offensive line? Do you think, or is it Joe Mixon? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. He's crazy talented. He's absolutely talented. There were yeah. people that said he was more talented than Saquon coming out, which I think is a little ridiculous. But um, ooh, you know, is there a debate for it? You want Saquon. me to? No, I'm not debating that. You're saying Saquon is a better running back prospect than Joe Mixon? He's generational, yeah. Yeah. Also gets hurt a lot. Probably because he's not built right. Like his quads are huge. Too big. Yep. It's not normal. Yeah. Okay, Maurice Jones drew. Relax. He, he, like he, he did it first. His own body towards his own ACL. Yeah. Just from being so massive. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so I think we can move on from running backs because I think we're getting kind of redundant here with these teams. Yeah, uh, I will say there's one player on here that's going to be taken in the uh, last day of the draft, day three. Chris Evans, my boy from Michigan. I would love, yeah. I would love for Chris him Evans. To... Huh? Talk about Chris Evans. What's he I like? want him to go to Green Bay. Okay. I want him to go to Green Bay because I think he's Aaron Jones light. I think they're they're built similarly. I think they run similarly. They both have great hands. I think they, yeah, let him be the number three and just learn behind one of the most, you know, well-rounded, talented backs. That's where I want him to go. I don't want him to go to a team that's going to force him to play a little too early. I want him to, you know, be able to learn his the, the next level while being spoon-fed a little bit. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, the Packers are really good at developing running backs, so I'm into that. And Jamie and Hawkins is the last running back that I want to try and figure out a place for. Jamie and Hawkins from Louisville. Who would use him the best? That's right, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's too much speed, man. That's not fair. I'm just saying. It's a lot of speed. That'd be crazy. <laughs> very tough. Very tough to cover all that. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, Mecole, Travis Kelsey. I would like to see uh, Mecole, Mecole, Tyreek, and JV and Hawkins on the field at the same time, and they just keep running like pitches back and forth to each other behind the line. Just keep running like end arounds, tossing it to each other. <laughs> right. I like uh, that. Like Madden goofball stuff. All right. Yeah, you're right. We better move on. Better move on. Ooh. The wide receiver class is absolutely loaded, and there's a lot of teams that desperately need wide receiver. We kind of touched on a few already in the midst of this conversation, but let's start at the top. Sorry, the draft network, you're wrong. It's not Jalen Waddell. The number one wide receiver is still Jamar Chase. Yep. 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 And it's got to be Miami. It's Miami, yeah. He's got to go somewhere where it's him. He's the star. He's the focus. So I think it's kind of a tie. 
I think it's Miami and then Cincinnati. Sure. He's, okay. already, he's already got the chemistry with Joe Burrow. I, th- I think he would probably be the guy guaranteed day one. T. Higgins, like, they love T. Higgins. And Tyler Boyd is really good. Um, but, no, I mean, if you're spending a top five pick, you're the guy. So, yeah, Cincinnati or Miami, I think, are the perfect spots. And in Dynasty Leagues, you're jumping in on that. First wide receiver off the board, probably. Yeah. Yo, so. yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddle, sir. Detroit. Look up. It's the dude. Like, he's day one, the guy. Um, As much as we like to trash on Jared Goff, like, Jared Goff is a very serviceable quarterback, so I think he would get the ball to him, so... Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are were always those guys. Like they were always like the perfect, the perfect like third or fourth round pick in drafts. Like, yeah. like oh shoot, like I took two running backs in the first round. Boom, here's Robert Woods gift wrapped you. You're paying wide receiver two prices for a wide receiver for a low end wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Bobby Woods is the man. Bob Woods, baby. Yep. And when Cooper Cup's on the field, I mean Cooper yeah. Cup. Um, besides Detroit, other team. I think New England. Um, they desperately need wide receiver. They're, they're gonna be the guy locked in. Yeah. Um, I kind of be a little selfish here and say the Chargers, just because that's a lot of fun. Keenan Allen, Mike Mike Williams, and then Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Just brings a whole different level of like speed and route running to the already great Keenan Allen and. Speed and route running, right? <laughs> I mean, then and then, yeah. Even if you're not throwing it to Jalen Waddle, as far as real life implications, you know, Mike Williams all of a sudden can just you know run that perfect little 15 yard curl route, and oh look, I'm I'm one on one with a tiny cornerback here, and I'm gonna to body you, yeah. <laughs> and for and somehow like Mike Williams has developed into probably like a top what top two three deep threat in the league. Yeah, like Mike Williams is money down the field, mm-hmm. probably because he's so good at those fifty-fifty balls. And as long as you can keep your quarterback on his feet, because and as long, yeah, absolutely, it's not, it's not like Mike's getting down the field all that fast. Yeah, no, Mike's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not really a a, a burner. No, but he, he's he's no Kelvin Benjamin out there either. So that's my go-to <laughs> slow wide receiver comp. One Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. That's right. One of the greatest quotes of all time. Booger McFarlane really just hammered him on Monday Night Football in 2017. It was hilarious. For no reason. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> uh, Heisman winner Devontae Smith. It's because we don't like him. We don't like him as much as everyone wants us to. What's a fun spot for him, though? I mean, just to keep it rolling. How about the Giants? Okay. With Kenny G, where he doesn't have to be like, he doesn't have to be that dude there. So he doesn't have to go against these number one corners. Kenny Galladay's got that locked up. And I think Devonta Smith would absolutely eat as a number two. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I like that. And then I think Philly is an obvious spot. Yeah, I don't want him to go to Philly. No, why is that? I don't want him going to Philly because I don't – there's nothing – there's not enough there as far as – it's not a talented enough quarterback and not a good enough wide receiver room for me to be able to feel like I'm going to get a good year out of him this year. He's played with Jalen Hurts, though. I know. Wait, no, he didn't. Did he? No, he didn't. What do you have? He probably would have been there his freshman year. Yeah, he would no. Devontae is a junior. He no, he wouldn't have played with him. Yeah, he wouldn't have played with him. No. Or did he? Oh boy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, Devontae's just I don't know. I, I think he needs to go to a team, and this sounds weird to say, but I actually want him to go to a team that already is like you gave Jalen Waddle to the Chargers hypothetically. That's the kind of team that I would like to see him go to. A team that's already got 
No. Once again, no. No Baltimore? Okay. No. Can I interest you in I, I like I want them what, about like the, what about like the Raiders? Okay, here we go. Now we're talking. The Raiders would be fun. I mean, because oh Ruggs God, I don't think I don't think Ruggs is built to be a number one. Yet. That actually, you know what? Scratch that. I didn't say that. That's totally not fair to Ruggs. Or is it fair? It's kind of fun. Devonta Smith and Henry Ruggs. I mean, the Bears need wide receivers because you know they're not going to hold on to Allen Robinson too much longer. He only signed that franchise tag so he can speed this up to try and get traded. Right. Right. And then they just have be... Darnell Mooney, and that's it. Darnell Mooney's good. He is I want to be selfish and say Washington, too, just to say it. But Well, they, they are looking for a legit two. No offense to Curtis Samuel, who I believe can oh, be a two. I got it. Okay, here we go. This guy just got shipped out of here. Um, just got shipped to the Jets, dude. What about the Titans? A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Can Tannehill capitalize on the kind of speed he's getting from Devonta? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I mean, he got Corey Davis paid. Yeah, Corey Davis and and Devonte are not similar players. Right. But that's a spot where you don't have to be the one because AJ Brown true. is locked in there. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, it definitely would take that offense to a level that they don't they have not had. The yep. the deep plays. Oh, the the routes. Those would be the crispiest routes. <laughs> as long as he can get off the line. I like that. Which is such a BS narrative anyways. Right. People are like, he's so, so small. How is he going to get off the line? I'm like, sorry, did he not Did he not play against SEC corners? <laughs> I don't understand. Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman, yes. I want Green him Bay. to. Sure. Uh, Baltimore also for me is my actually my favorite. Yep, I think we can go. I think we can say those same three: Green Bay, Baltimore, Tennessee. Yeah, great fits. Yeah, I, he could be such a beast on the next level, man. Mm-hmm. Like like AJ Brown production, but none of us are surprised that it's happening. Like AJ Brown, all of a sudden everyone was like, "I didn't see this coming." Wow, he's really having a great year. Blah blah blah. If if Rashard Bateman has that kind of year, none of us are going to be shocked. We're all going to be like, right. "Yep, totally saw that coming." The guy's oh, yeah. he's 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 big, fast, uh, crazy, uh, good with his body. So yeah, love that. Detroit, um, while it's an early pick and probably not worth it, I'm just saying like I would love that. Fitz, like, yeah, we're talking about Fitz right now. Yeah, he'd be a great fit. He'd probably be a great fit everywhere. Um, I like Jacksonville. Interesting. I mean, good route runner. Open open things up for T Law. Yeah. I'm just saying if he ended up slipping to 30. Yeah. I was saving <laughs> Elijah Moore for 30 for the Buffalo Bills. Sure, sure. I want all the wideouts. I always do. I always fall in love with the wideouts. Sean McDermott said it. Keep your fastball. Yep. So let's move on to Terrace Marshall. He's kind of just there. Is Terrace Marshall just, like, not the most boring first-round wide receiver prospect of all time? Yeah, and I think it's a lot to do with the fact of just, you know, uh, the the number one wideout for us from LSU last year's rookie of the year, even though, you know, they went to Justin, you know, Herbert. It obviously could have gone to Jefferson, too. So, yeah, LSU wide receivers – there's no reason not to like him. He's got the great size, 6'3", 220-ish. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. He's a great combo of everything. Not as not as strong probably at the point of attack as Rashard Bateman is, but, you know, dude, dude's not going to get bodied by too many people out there. No, absolutely not. Yeah. He's probably going to be the one that gets slipped on the most. And then at the end of the year, you look at this rookie class and all of a sudden, oh, did you know that, you know, um, Terrace Marshall finished third in rookies and receiving yards? I'm like, kind of makes sense. You're like, I didn't know that, but I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. 
Dude's talented. I mean, there's no good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you're right though. He is that. He is that kind of forgotten about top five wide receiver. It's just like he he's just too safe. Um, let's move on to some fun here. Let's get some speed going. Yeah. How about Kadarius Tony at the count of three? One, two, three. Chiefs. Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh okay. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Chiefs, Chiefs, sure. Is that fair? It is fair. Yeah. Is it? They got to keep their fastball, too. Oh, my God. Imagine this. Tyreek, Miko Hardman, Kadarius Tony, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, JV and Hawkins. Oh my God! Well, in all honesty, uh, Kadarius Tony going to them instead of Rondell Moore, I can actually handle a little better. Yeah, I like Rondell Moore too. I don't want anyone to figure that out in the NFL, right? Especially yeah, a team so like if, some, if someone figures out a way to utilize Rondell Moore, that's like cheat code, yeah, type stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, let's round out the receivers with Elijah Moore. I love Elijah Moore. This is one of my favorite fits for the Buffalo Bills, for our Buffalo Bills. I love it. Colby's getting up there. Yes. What would be like, stay ahead of the curve, a nice slide right in when Colby's out the door. Come on now. Yeah. And now think of this. Now, just as much as you're like, wow, look at Kansas City, Tyreek, and blah, blah, blah. Now, uh, you have Stefan Diggs. Right, gets open all the time. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders gets open all the time. Uh, Cole Beasley gets open all the time. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie had eight touchdowns last year. Does everyone does everyone know that in the NFL that Isaiah McKenzie? Let's the stop number there. Does five, anyone know who Isaiah McKenzie is? I know. <laughs> but but him with Gabe Davis, man. Then you add in yeah. Elijah Moore. It's just. It's fun, man. Yeah. And then obviously the same teams we've been saying. I think Packers would be a good fit. He'd be a great slot there for Aaron Rodgers. Um, he feels like a Ravens pick too. But I feel like the Ravens need some size, which is why I'm so inclined to say Terrace Marshall for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll stay away from Elijah Moore. But I just don't think they're going to use a slot guy right. I, I think it would be a waste. What about the Saints for Elijah Moore? Yeah. That would be a good one. I like that a lot, actually, with the Saints. Mm-hmm. So the somebody, Bucks too. The Bucks too. Well, they've, they've got Godwin for sure. Mike they have Evans. Mike Evans for sure. And Tony Brown hasn't signed back yet. No, I don't think they're bringing him back. So... You got a spot open. Unless Scotty Miller, like I mean Elijah Moore is more talented than Scotty Miller, so Yeah. Uh I saw something on Twitter. And somebody and I thought it was kind of foolish in a way, but it was also kind of intriguing. Someone was like, explain to me the difference between Elijah Moore and Dwayne Eskridge. And the only thing that completely stood out to me immediately, it was it was so tricky because it was like I wanted to start saying one thing or another. I was like, yeah, that's kind of similar, kind of similar. But the one thing it was like compete. I think Elijah Moore has already shown the the level of competition that he's gone up against and how he b- battles and wins. And yak. Elijah Moore is crazy in the yak game. Right, and Elijah Moore has done it on the biggest stage in the SEC. And Dwayne Eskridge, nobody knew who Dwayne Eskridge was until the Senior Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's so, like, like hypocritical because you use it in such different ways. But Elijah Moore has done it against better talent, I guess. But that's not really a good argument because that's just such a hip, like hypocritical thing to say. So, yeah. I just like the the – body of work of Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. 
So I think we just fixed everyone's dynasty problems. <laughs> there's there's a few more wide receivers that if we uh, wanted to go full fantasy, we would get into. But yeah, I think I think that's a good start. We can hit this again once we know where everybody lands. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have more in depth. We can revisit this in the summertime and we'll, we'll talk Summer, about it. Summertime. It's so close. It's It's snowing in Buffalo, New York. It was like 37 degrees yesterday morning here. Yeah, it's not nice anywhere besides Florida, I saw. Yep. <laughs> Florida's the only state that's beautiful. Yep. All right. Ryan, tell the folks where to find us. Uh, on this podcast. All right. Thank you. Yep. But no, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Processing the Process, Twitter. Um, and yeah, if you guys are enjoying the content, subscribe. You definitely have to subscribe. Uh, for next week's uh, Wednesday episode. That's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys tune into that. We put a lot of work into that. Well, Brian put a lot of work in. I'm kind of just there. So <laughs> Brian put in a lot of hours on this. So make sure you guys go and support next Wednesday. Appreciate that. No it was problem, fun. Brian. I appreciate you. I've been, I've been dying to do something like this. And once we got to meet so many fun people through uh, doing this podcast, I was like, ah, I know exactly what to do this draft season. And it is draft season, and we are officially, today is Thursday. We are recording this on Thursday, April 22nd, which means we are officially one week away from the draft. We've done it. We have made it a, a year in the making. It was one year ago today that Ryan and I made our first appearance over at our good friends, the Two Point Conversation. That's where we showed up talking NFL draft for the first time. And once we got that tiny little taste, we just had to keep coming back and get more and more like, like some kind of draft fiends, some kind of draft addicts. Dra like some draft drug. Yeah. Straight into the veins. Where'd you learn that? Drug school. <laughs> All right. But yeah, dude, it's been crazy, right? A year. A year. It feels like a decade. <laughs> 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 but yeah this is gonna be like our first draft as like full-on like podcast things with our own show yeah so next week uh we will be going live hopefully ryan will be able to make it he's gonna try his damnedest i should i i'm it, i will be there or i will quit my job <laughs> i'm just kidding i won't do that but i will be there Ryan will be there. So we're going to go live from the Two Point Conversation Facebook page. So make sure to tune in there and get our reactions. It's going to be real chill. We're going to let the experts, you know, do all the heavy lifting, and we're just going to be there, you know, adding a little piece here and there. It's going to be a lot of us saying, idiot. Right. You stupid. <laughs> a lot of those things. Yep. And a lot of us just sitting there silently, just <laughs> watching. A lot of me and, and Matt Johnson eating pizza and wings. There you have it. Yeah. Come in. I wish, I could, have, wish I could have pizza and wings here. You you can. They're just not as good as Buffalo pizza and wings. Hey, man. Domino's ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like a thin Actually, crust. They, they do have Pizza Hut and like Pizza Hut is like the, they're like the 101 of like chain pizza places, yeah. I think. But don't sleep on Crosby's, though, by you. Oh, I don't know. Crosby's is freaking good. Yeah. Okay. That's it. We are, yeah, we, 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 we are tailing off. Yeah. Come back next week for more pizza takes. We'll and, have some uh, pizza takes. Yeah, right. Uh, but until next time, keep on processing that process. Elijah Moore, no matter what, go Bills. Do you trust the process? Do you respect the process? Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. we got to drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I 
believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.